0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: He's out of there. Look
2: at him go. National mockery for the senator who raised his fist on January 6th.
1: And going viral. Who's the Clark Kent lookalike at the hearing? Then, President Biden today. And the Paxlovid treatment.
3: Could he possibly be facing a case of COVID rebound?
1: And theme park brawls across
4: the USA. (laughs) The action one family friendly theme park is taking this weekend to stop the violence. Plus, saving baby.
1: Look how tiny he looks on the adult stretcher. And the man in the plexiglass cage. An underwater practical joke? They spread chum all over him. Ah! Plus, Jen and Ben's honeymoon in Paris on the park bench, strolling hand-in-hand on the streets of the City of Love. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
5: Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvin Today for Deborah, the final January 6th committee hearing of the summer was packed with powerful testimony. But there's fallout not only for former President Trump, but also for Senator Josh Hawley. He was caught on camera giving the protesters a fist pump, And minutes later, he was caught on security camera fleeing the Capitol. As Stephen Fabian reports when the video was played, everyone in the chamber burst out laughing.
2: million people tuned in last night as all three big broadcast networks aired the three-hour hearing in primetime. That's a big number, but still down 21% from the first primetime hearing that aired back in June. And this moment from last night is standing out today. After showing the image of Missouri Senator Josh Hawley raising his fist outside the Capitol on January 6th, a new never-before-seen clip was shown. Later that day, Senator Hawley fled after those protesters he helped to rile up stormed the Capitol. See for yourself. This is what you didn't see on TV. Laughter erupting in the hearing room. (laughs) Within minutes, the memes started pouring in, mocking the Republican senator. Hawley running to the chariots of fire theme. And comical Benny Hill music. Stephen Colbert broadcast a live show last night following the hearings. Look at him go. But that wasn't the only moment that grabbed viewers' attention. This guy is going viral today. The hunky Clark Kent lookalike was sitting behind the witnesses. Yep, side by side, he really does look like Superman. Who on earth is this? Asked TV personality Andy Cohen. And this. He's obviously covering the event for the Daily Planet. So who is he? His name is Alex Wallet. He's a med student from Ohio who's interning in D.C. He was apparently there with witness Sarah Matthews, a former Trump White House deputy press secretary. It's not known if they are dating. There were also startling new revelations as the committee heard evidence that former Vice President Mike Pence's secret service agents feared for their lives and even called their families to say their goodbyes because of the threat of the mob.
0: A lot of very personal calls over the radio, so
5: it was disturbing.
0: There were calls to um, say goodbye to family members, so on and so forth. It was getting, for, for whatever the reason was on the ground, the BPP tell thought that this was about to get very ugly.
4: These are professionally trained security people right. with guns, with Kevlar bests, and they are scared for their lives and calling their families and saying goodbye. It's,
1: it's defiled, right? Also it's
2: shown outtakes everyone. from the speech okay, then-President Trump gave the day after the riots.
1: But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over.
2: You can hear his daughter Ivanka coaching him from the sideline.
1: Yesterday is a hard word for me.
2: Just take that. The it is tiger. Ah, uh, good. Take the word yesterday. At one point, he erupted in frustration.
1: My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote.
2: Today, Trump denounced the proceedings as a kangaroo court. The hearing ended with Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney.
5: Can a president who is willing to make the choices Donald Trump made during the violence of January 6th ever be trusted with any position of authority in our great nation again? And speaking of the January 6th committee today, a federal jury found Trump political advisor Steve Bannon guilty on two counts of criminal contempt of Congress for ignoring a subpoena to cooperate with the investigation. Bannon now faces up to two years in federal prison. He is appealing. President Biden continues to isolate inside the White House after testing positive for COVID. And after he faced some criticism for not masking up around staffers, today he released this new image all masked up. As Les Trent reports, the the image comes as we learn more about the President's medical treatment.
3: He's getting better. Let me start by apologizing my voice. I'm sure we'll want better sound. President Biden remains in isolation, but showed America he's still on the job, holding a virtual meeting on gas prices today. He took what looked like a cough lozenge. Are you feeling better? The president said he's still
5: putting in eight-plus hours uh, of work a day.
3: His symptoms have improved, says Dr. Kevin O'Connor, the White House physician. Last night, President Biden did have a temperature of 99.4, but O'Connor says Biden responded favorably to Tylenol. His temperature has remained normal since then. His pulse, blood pressure, respiratory rate, and oxygen saturation remain entirely normal. The White House tweeted this new photo of Biden on the phone today. Notice he's wearing a mask, unlike that video from yesterday, which came under fire for potentially uh, exposing the videographer to the COVID virus. Keep the faith. It's going to be okay. The president is being treated with the new antiviral medication, Paxlovid.
5: He's benefiting from Paxlovid, a powerful antiviral.
3: It's a large proportion of people getting Paxlovid. I think that's really good it's preventing hospitalizations, it's preventing deaths every day. Paxlovid has been found to be effective for patients with mild or moderate symptoms but about 5 to 8% of patients report Paxlovid rebound in which the disease returns after they think they've recovered.
2: You take the drug and then within 3 or 4 days you feel really good and then you may start having some other symptoms nausea vomiting diarrhea and then on the 7th day you get that rebound effect. The virus actually starts replicating again, becomes invasive, systemic and then you actually are out for 5 days again. Nurse Jim- Jennifer Charnas had
3: COVID rebound.
2: All of a sudden, my, uh, the congestion came back. It was like insane sneezing. You just sneezed constantly, and that came back, too. And I tested myself
1: again, and it was positive again.
3: Not even the president's illness is exempt from late-night jokes. The White House announced that President Biden has a mild case of COVID. Ooh. On the bright side, it's the first positive news Biden's gotten in months. <laughs>
5: Despite the president's positive test, the White House says they are confident in their COVID-19 protocols. It's a favorite American pastime, especially during the summer, heading to a theme park. But it's not just the thrill rides that are scary. Huge brawls are breaking out. As Jim Murray reports, things are so bad. One park is implementing a new policy that young visitors need to be with a chaperone.
4: A massive brawl breaks out at Disney World between two families. The melee reportedly started when someone led a family member back in line at a Mickey Mouse concert. Security tried multiple times to break up the fight. It finally ended with three arrests. At Knott's Berry Farm, fists fly between two young women. Can you believe nine fights reported in a single day at the popular amusement park in Orange County, California?
1: Let's go, let's
4: go. The violence was so chaotic, park goers thought there was an active shooter and ran for their lives. Some families actually took cover inside a Build-A-Bear store.
5: There have been no shots. There are just a bunch of fights. It is been
4: The wild fights caused the park to close three hours early last weekend. In order to take back control, Knott's Berry Farm announced a new chaperone policy starting this weekend. All guests age 17 and younger will now be required to have a chaperone 21 years or older on Fridays and Saturdays. Psychotherapist Dr. Michael Levitan specializes in anger management. Why are we seeing more violence? A lot of things are unprecedented now. COVID hit two and a half years ago the divisions in the country. People are more stressed. So when something goes down, people are provoked. That anger is inside, it's gonna erupt. He says the smartest thing to do is try to de-escalate the situation. Here's what you do. You get yourself calm by slowing down. The primary way is through slow, deep breathing. And you have to size up the situation. In some cases, you say nothing. Or you just say, okay, okay. And you try to remove yourself.
5: Now the dramatic rescue of a baby who stopped breathing. And when the little guy was brought into the ambulance, he was dwarfed by the adult-sized stretcher.
4: It's a dire situation. A 10-month-old boy isn't breathing. Luckily, as his family is rushing him to the hospital, they're met by cops who immediately begin CPR. His parents and grandmother are panicked. Then a miracle. Little Nathan Jimenez starts breathing again.
2: Yeah, yeah he's, breathing, he's, breathing, he's breathing, he's breathing, he's breathing, he's
4: breathing now. And then another good sign. Nathan begins to wail. When the ambulance arrives, paramedics place him on a stretcher and check his vitals. He's A-OK. Just look, the little guy is dwarfed by the eight-foot-long gurney. And here's that hero cop today. We went over to the family's house two days ago now when he got released from the hospital. Uh, and he was uh, with his mom and dad, grandma. He was happy as could be. He was smiling. He was alert. He was looking around.
5: Nathan's family says they suspect he had a seizure after he fell and lost consciousness. Glad he's okay. Discovery Channel's widely popular series, Shark Week, kicks off this weekend. And it promises a closer than ever look at the great white. Thanks to this brave guy who was willing to dive with them, protected by just a piece of plexiglass.
3: Forget about those cages with bars. This diver is in a plexiglass raft, and the top is open. What better way to see a great white shark? But danger lurks. Shark diving expert Jimmy Partigan is on the open ocean when a shark goes right at him. It's the 34th year of the Discovery Channel's Shark Week extravaganza. Dwayne the Roth Johnson is the first ever master of ceremonies. How many sharks did we say we needed? Comedian Tracy Morgan hosts an episode chatting with a diver who lost two limbs. Most of the time, sharks are pretty chill. Occasionally, there are interactions. Oh, We're the Impractical Jokers, and welcome to Shark Week! The guys from the show Impractical Jokers are also featured, and in typical form, they play a joke on their buddy. Oh, my! Oh, my we dump chum on him, which is just fish guts and blood and fish tails and heads and stuff like that. <laughs> Some friend. Brian Quinn says he was taken aback by the size of the sharks. They kind of fooled us a little bit because they never told us that the sharks were going to be that big. Shark Week coincides with some recent real-life sightings, particularly on the packed beaches of Long Island, New York. This video shows a shark flying out of the ocean. The carcass of this menacing-looking great white shark washed up on shore.
5: Shark Week's 34th season begins Sunday night, airing on the Discovery Channel and streaming on Discovery+. Plus. And what's the most dangerous beast on Earth? It's not a shark. We'll tell you the surprising answer when you join us next time. It's been a mystery since Prince Harry and Meghan's blockbuster sit-down interview with Oprah. Which member of the royal family allegedly made racially insensitive remarks about their unborn baby? Now, a new book claims it was actually Prince Charles' wife, Camilla Parker Bowles.
2: Has one of the great royal mysteries finally been solved?: But hold up, there's Stop several. Right
0: conver-
3: now. there are several conversations. There's a conversation it. with you, with Harry. about how dark your baby is going to be
5: potentially and what that would mean or look like.
2: It's been a guessing game for a year. The name of the royal who made that crack about baby Archie's skin color. Now a bombshell new book, Revenge, Meghan, Harry, and the War Between the Windsors, is pointing the finger at Harry's stepmother, Camilla. The book claims Camilla joked that it would be funny if Harry's unborn child with Meghan was born with a ginger afro. Charlie Langston is female editor at DailyMail.com
0: that Palace insiders, not officially on the record, but behind closed doors, have been very quick to try and speak out against that allegation, saying that it's absolute nonsense, that comment was not made.
2: But author Tom Uh, Bauer was defiant on British TV.
4: I work very hard to make sure what I write is true and accurate. It's obviously checked and double-checked and sifted by lawyers. We don't uh, take any risks unnecessarily But the book is still quite explosive.
2: The book also goes into the controversy that won't go away. Did Meghan make Kate Middleton cry in the days leading up to her 2018 wedding? Published reports claimed Kate was upset that Meghan didn't want the bridesmaids, including Princess Charlotte, to wear tights. Did you make Kate cry?
5: No. The reverse happened. She was upset about something pertaining to, yes, the issue was correct, about flower girl dresses. And... It made me cry.
2: But the book is placing the blame squarely back on Meghan, writing that it was Kate who burst into tears.
0: This book states that the two of them got off on the wrong foot from the get-go.
5: And it's Prince George's ninth birthday today. And Mom Kate snapped this adorable photo of him smiling year to year. Happy birthday to the little prince.
1: Next, Rampage at the Glacier National Park. The family ambushed at the entrance to the park. Jen and Ben's honeymoon in Paris on the park bench, strolling hand in hand on the streets of the city of love inside edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back.
0: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home. Isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at home impression kit today for only 14 95.
5: Glacier National Park is now the scene of a horrible crime after a man plowed his car into a family and it was actually a targeted attack.
3: It's some of the most spectacular scenery in America, but now the majesty of Glacier National Park in Montana is the site of a terrible double murder. It happened in the resort town of East Glacier Park at the entrance of the famed parkland. A family on vacation was strolling along a street when out of nowhere, a driver mounted the sidewalk and plowed into them. But this was no accident. The driver got out of his vehicle, pulled out a shotgun, and opened fire. 39-year-old David Seo and his 18-month-old daughter Mackenzie were shot dead in the blaze of gunfire. Mom Christy, who was holding her toddler daughter, was critically injured. The gunman was identified as Derek Madden, a former National Guardsman who served in Afghanistan. David Sio's grieving father posted this video.
1: What we have seen is actually the result of somebody who has harbored anger in his own life and allowed it to fester and allowed it to to grow and develop into something uh, uh, very terrible. And
3: unspeakable madden used to date the murdered man's sister who was with the family at the time of the attack when madden ran out of ammo he pulled out a knife and started stabbing his ex-girlfriend but she bravely fought for her life and despite receiving critical injuries killed madden apparently with his own knife authorities say madden had mental health issues
5: the family has set up a GoFundMe page to help cover all of their medical bills. When we come back, Jen and Ben's honeymoon in the city of love. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past,
4: Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez were spotted hand-in-hand honeymooning in Paris just days after their surprise wedding in Vegas. The lovebirds packed on the PDA on a park bench in the City of Love, and it sure looks like the real deal for these newlyweds in love. Later that day... Photographers found them in a restaurant, really enjoying the meal and each other's company. And look who's with them. That's Ben's 16-year-old daughter, Violet. And she's the spitting image of her mom, actress Jennifer Garner. Her look says it all. Dad, I'm right here. Awkward. Later, they stepped out with their whole brood. How romantic.
5: Up next, a whale of a tale. Finally, today she's calling over a whale like a pet. Yeah, whaley, whaley.
1: Hi, baby. I'm oh, a baby. Come!
3: The whale oh, actually
5: comes. Hi, oh, mom. How about that? It worked. And that's Inside Edition for today. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.